Hey guys, welcome to Girl Friday. My name is Yoshika and I am your host. In today's episode, I will be speaking with Britt Von Bossi. She's a well-known photographer in Austin, Texas who only shoots with film. She is very sex worker friendly and we pretty much go over the start of her photography career, free photo shoots, abortion rights, men including Joe Francis from Girls Gone Wild and his unacceptable abusive behavior that is kind of linked to the Kardashians and how we should all be aware about it and more. Here she is on a call with me. Okay, hello. Hi. Hi. Um okay, well I'm I'm so happy that you you came on here to talk with me because I'm like new to this like group uh podcast thing and but I like it a lot. So thank you for doing it again. Yeah, for sure. Or like being my second guest. Well, it's my first time. Um, okay, so, uh, Brittany, pretty much how I met you is because you took some pictures of me, like I hired you for a photo shoot, and, um, I know you're a Capricorn, and I just like that you shoot with film, and so when I hired you, you, like, nailed every single picture, and you were, like, not scared to, like, get a little you know perverted with it but obviously like we're girls so it's much more comfortable right um (laughs) so just I guess introduce yourself a little bit more yeah so I'm Britt Von Bossi and I'm a 33 year old film photographer based out of Austin Texas I originally started getting into the entertainment industry when well first of all i was a dancer for 10 years so there you go you know i'm a capricorn like you mentioned i'm trying to find a way to make a buck any other way that i can and also like i love women i love everything about women i think women should like literally run the world men just need to be underground until otherwise needed um so yeah i have a background in stripping and i started corpus christi's first go-go and entertainment troupe and we basically would have the girls perform for huge concerts like Juicy J, Corn, all that good stuff. Yeah, Harley Davidson. It was a blast. But what I learned through that experience was that managing women is really, really hard. Like women should just be free to run and do what they want. And we can be catty at times and it's just really hard for me to like mitigate those things so I eventually stepped back from managing girls in a go-go modeling troupe and started doing a little bit of modeling myself which I was pretty successful with and my point of view I was published quite a few times I've worked with lots of magazines Um, I was in an advertisement for Lone Star beer which was really cool Um, But yeah, so then um, I've had a lot of bad experiences as well with photographers, primarily male photographers. And that's when I realized, like, look, I want to step away from being a model and start creating a I I had more fun creating than I did modeling. So I wanted to continue to create. But without all the hassle, without all the bullshit, without all the just drama, So I got a camera in 2019, at the end of 2019, so it's only been two years. But uh, straight out the gate, I was just enjoying it, and I haven't looked back since. I don't plan to look back. I enjoy being a a photographer for so many reasons, Um, but really just... It just honestly amazes me because it's kind of a conundrum. Like, I don't really necessarily like myself. I'm not a kind of person that's like in the mirror every day. But when I have the camera and I'm looking through the lens, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, just, oh, my God, I just fall in love with every single person. I find things that I love about them that they might not love about themselves. I don't know. I'm just going with it. And it's just living in my own world through the lens and seeing you for like the first time almost. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's it's so much fun. I I very much enjoy being a photographer. So that's me in a very big nutshell. (laughs) Well, I really admire your hard work and like how it makes sense now that you're great with like your management skills and like 
like in order to run your own business, like you're pretty good at managing yourself. For sure. And I like admire and respect that about you. And so I always like look I look up to you in a way because I used to do photography and I know exactly what you mean. Like I started doing it around like 2016, 17, which is like kind of when it started like, like being like IG models or like Instagram. Exactly. And it was like a weird world. Like I remember shooting this girl, Emily in Houston, just for my Depop clothes and she ended up being like a big time model like all these guys wanted to shoot her and it was like uh-huh. a time when when it it just got super big and then i kind of like stepped back like i did creative shoots for myself or for my friends but then like after that i started you know just getting people to photograph me to to do like my only fan stuff and i i never really photographed until recently but I look up to you because I, besides me, you're the only other girl photographer that I'm like, I mean, there's a bunch now, but when I first met you, you were like one of the few and I was like, okay, and she's good. Um, but yeah, I, I do look up to you. And so I follow you on IG and, and TikTok and you, you make like super good TikToks too. And then oh, I try, I have fun with it. And I remember the TikTok where you were like, um, cause you just, you're so like clever and you came up with this TikTok where you kind of said something about the girl. Why would they want to even photograph with the guy when it's better to photograph with the girl? And it's so true because. Oh my God, that was so triggering for so many people because there were girls that, you know, they, they are. I'm I'm not against this by all means milk what you can out of men I hate to say it but like most of the guys that they're using for free photos they know where they're getting it from they know where they're getting it from they know what they're doing in exchange they're being eye candy for this gentleman who's giving them free photos they know it's a mutual thing for the most part between them now not every time is it mutual but for the girls that were really, really upset by that TikTok that I made, they know what they're doing. I'm not shaming them. All it is is that, you know, you should also take a little bit of that energy. Like you're making money off these photos. You're already getting them, getting them free. You should take a little bit of energy and put it back into another woman in your industry. Like I just don't, not only is it, not not only is it like kind of like disrespectful to the photographer, which I get like some men are like, haha, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they are doing work and like it is work and you can make so much money off these photos. So like, I don't know, it, it definitely ruffled some feathers and then men take it so personal. It's like, bro, like I'm basically saying like, don't do it for free. Like, why are you doing it for free in the first place? Um I get that, you know, like there are things that I did for free. I do some things for free, too. And I get that there is reason for doing things for free or like in exchange TFP, to be correct. But um, I think that this is a this is an industry just like any other industry. And you don't go to bars and get free drinks and free drinks here and there because the bar's there and you look cute and they're nice and you're nice. Like just like any other industry photography and modeling you can make so much money off of it so there's really no reason not to kind of put back when you can um yeah I don't know it baffles me but I to each their own and also it does vary from like if you are with a photographer that doesn't have a ton of experience and you're a model with a ton of experience and you're bringing more to the plate then I could see why you're not You know what I mean? Like the photographer should be paying you if you are a photographer with a lot of, I don't know, maybe you offer something special like I do or you have a lot of experience, then they should be paying you because they're coming to you for something that you're offering. Now, if you and the model are like in the same page, you're wanting to create and collab together. Great. That is a scenario where you're not paying. You're trading. You're trading each other's time and experience to create something bigger and better with each other. It's a collaboration. But then there are the scenarios where women are just getting free shoots from men and they know why they're getting the shoot for free. Yeah. And 
It's like, I'm cool with it. Like, dude, milk dudes all you want. But at the same time, just make sure you're thinking of the whole picture. Like, why don't feed the fire of men in the patriarchy when there are women here in the industry, too, that can do the same thing they do. But you'll be helping a woman out in the industry as well. Like, that's another reason. Like, you're not seeing all these uh, female photographers. There's a ton of them out there. There's millions of them out there. Mm -hmm. But I feel like some of them are silenced because the kind of work that I do. There's so many in L.A. I feel like in Austin, around the time that I met you and hired you, and before that, not even when we did the photo shoot, but, like, a couple years before, you were kind of one of the only ones. Like, there was a couple in there, but not really. And then for me to come out of the game, the photography game, around, like, 2018. Yeah, early. For those two years, I didn't know who was who or what was what. Like, I kind of just yeah. fell off. I actually know. I've I've actually worked with a lot of female photographers and wonderful ones at that. Um, but I feel like that my work is just seen differently because I do shoot women kind of in that, like the, like the word you're saying, kind of pervy. It is in that, like sultry sexy um sexy it's sexy because i feel like a lot of guys can't get some of these shots because they're either too scared to be perverted with it Mm. or they like i feel like a lot of guys have like a different perspective on what what looks good and it's not what we think looks good at all so Mm -hmm. like when a girl really gets in there and is like i got you like you know when you like tell your friend to take a picture yeah i think it definitely feels more comfortable i've been in lots of shoots where it's been men and they've been comfortable posing me or telling me what to do like they were actually good at directing and then i've been in shoots with men where they're not directing and i'm over here trying to figure out what the fuck to do what looks right because you're being put in the spot you're like oh my god is my butthole showing too much i don't know um you know like but either way in both scenarios when working with men i've always kind of felt in the back of my head like um is is this going too far? Am I comfortable? Yeah. What are they going to do with the photos in the in the end? Because a lot of the time that I worked with these men, I got very little to no photos back yeah. when I would shoot nude with them. And I would get like five photos back. And it's like, I know what you're doing. You're keeping them. And I did find out through the grapevine that some male photographers actually trade those photos with each other. So, yeah, it just I don't know. I just I wish I could trust men. I wake up every day and I think, I wish I could trust men. But you know what? They just keep disappointing me. No, when I first moved to Cali, I met some guy online who was, like, in the film industry. And he told me to go to his place in, like, Hollywood Hills. And we took some pictures in his, like, film camera. But he had a super nice place. And then, like, we I, like, had one drink and we played Jenga and then I left. And I bothered him for the photos, like, two months later and then four months later. And then he blocked me, and it was really weird. Like, I lost him. And then he blocked me, and then he was following this, like, it girly in L.A. that I followed. It was, like, our only mutual, you know? But she was, like, more popular than me, and I was like, ugh. And I was like, I'm still going to tell her. And I was like, hey, like, because I also looked up his number. I look up, since I'm an escort, I look up numbers, you know? Um, And so I looked up his number, and it said rapist. And it was weird that someone said that. What? So I told the girl that I was like, hey, I looked up his number. This came up and he did this to me. So I just think it's sketchy. And she like unfollowed him. And I thought that was really nice because she's like an IG girl that like wouldn't. Hearing that it said rapist and just how he invited you directly to his place. It seems like he was vibing you out to see if you were going to give it to him. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. But his type was like skinny, young, super young, like white girl. That doesn't stop them. So he probably was just like trying to vibe you out and was like, am I going to am I going to hit it or not? Like he doesn't care about his type. He's not going to like continue to press for you because you're not his type. But that doesn't mean he's not going to try to fucking hit it once. Like, so I don't know. It just screams just red flag. It's just wasted sexual energy on my part. And then it's like just abusive on his part and I recently shot with some guy who like you said was like hey let me get some photos and 
recently I went to this like photography party where like there was like 10 photographers and 20 girls and we all shot in this mansion with each photographer but they wouldn't release the pictures to us un unless they're published and it was just this whole thing where I didn't even want I didn't even care like most of those pictures were trash of me I was like oh no and then my thing yeah, was those, like those situations kind of sketch me out I think each one's different but that right there I mean you're just going in there you're going there yeah, with, a lot, yeah. with a lot of people you're putting in all this work you're not getting anything back or who's going to tell you if it's published or not? Where are they submitting them? It's just, it's so much. It's, it's so exactly much. It's a so unorganized. And my whole thing was like, oh, cool. Like maybe one of these photographers gets really good pictures of me and I'll just work with him directly, you know, and um, pay him and stuff. And then, but no, like everyone had the worst photos of me. I was like, okay. So there's this one guy who just started doing photography and his whole thing was like colors and he messaged me like three times like to shoot with him. And then finally I was like, OK, I'll, I'll go. It was like an hour drive to Huntington Beach. I was like, whatever, like I need to make content like I'm really not good at that. So I go over there and we shoot at the beach and he gets like good pics. And then I start telling him because he wants to shoot like more exclusive content and I'm like yeah I'm just thinking of like porn ideas that I want to do like I kind of want to do some feminist like scenarios and then and then he was like sure I'll, I'll shoot that and I was like okay and then I told him I was like I'm not free on the weekends but I'll hit you up this week and we can set something up and he bugged me all weekend and since I was like hey I already said I'm not free on the weekends like he blocked me and I was like oh my god weird and then he messaged also, me also he was like yeah I can shoot feminist ideas and he's like do you want to go in the kitchen and like take pictures in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like he's like not he, he he's like yeah I can do that he probably blocked you because he started thinking to himself what the hell does this girl want <laughs> What does she want? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like telling you my like horror stories on here. No, but I, I personally think that it is better to shoot with the girl. And now that you talk about it as in like the free exchange, we do need to be more careful on like how we're investing our time with these photographers or how they're investing their time with us. Like, are we being honest too, you know, like, yeah. What are you doing for free? Really? Well, because if we don't even like how they shoot and we're thinking free picks, like we're going to all waste our time. Like we're going to waste his time. Like it's not our style or like, for sure. Or like bring a tip if he's good and he's shooting you for free, you know, like, or just be more cautious of how you go into it because definitely. I definitely wasn't before you even said that I was like hmm that's true I could see how men are also like offering free shoots because they do not know how to how to speak with women they don't know how to sell themselves they don't know how to do that and maybe they are also worried about what other people will think I don't know maybe I'm looking too far into it but I do under, I do see why they have a hard time like networking with women. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I am also in the photography group in Austin. It seems like men have no problems making posts and networking with women. They just really suck at taking photos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's just not. I haven't found like a, a male. Well, I have to honestly like direct them or put a mirror in front of me. But with you... We were just out there and you were getting all these great shots like once you had one chance to get a good shot. I know that's the tricky thing about film is I literally get 36 photos in a roll of film. I don't get to take a photo uh, 10 times of the same photo. I get to snap it one time. So for me, if anyone's listening to this, if you are a photographer, just to explain it the best way that I can for me. You have to think of it as meeting the person for the first time and you have to want to fall in love with them. You have to look at them and follow every move, every breath, every turn of their chin or neck, because those little things are where life is at. Like just you being you like, oh, my God, people's side profiles alone is just amazing to see just how different people look from like a front view to a side view. So, yeah, I mean, you just really got to find the beauty in what you're doing.
um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like some photographers feel like, oh, I just pick up the camera and snap a picture and it'll jump out to me afterwards. No, you have to premeditate it. You've got to envision it. You have to like live like it's a music video and find that are camera worthy. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, so you do boudoir photo shoots? Yes, I do boudoir. I do um, a little bit more risque stuff. I've actually been venturing more into like porn, porn photography. Um, So that's been really fun. I was pretty nervous about it at first, but like I feel so comfortable like creating with women. Um, There's definitely no men in this situation, but just uh, just women. Um, so I'm having a really good time. They're having a great time. And yeah, it's fun. Um, I do pretty much everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my, my main focus is boudoir. To, it's safe to say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I honestly recently learned what that style was. Like through the guy that blocked me. He was like, yeah, my favorite is boudoir. And I was like, well, of course it is. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, the first time I heard that word, I of course had to Google it like any other American. And it's just a fancy way of saying bedroom. Yeah. So what do you think of like, um, cause you shoot for a lot of girls who have OnlyFans or like post yes. content, right? You have like an OnlyFans too for all your photography. Yep. Um, so what do you think about being like a sex worker before and like shooting working with sex workers and now that you're doing content like what do you think about the freedom behind all this i am a huge supporter of sex workers i do think that the thing about sex work is that it's not for everybody. You have to have a specific mentality. You have to be able to handle yourself. You have to be able to deal with all the negativity that comes with it. It's not just what people are going to think of you in the public eye, which I think more people worry about than how people treat you in the industry. Like you're going to have to deal with a lot of men that are really nasty and really ugly. And it's an eye opening experience. After 10 years of dancing, it really, really opened my eyes to how a lot of men think and act and treat women. And it makes you, I wouldn't say it makes you sour. I feel like some people, it makes them feel sour. But I think for me, it just makes me feel um, like the magic is gone in the world because we grow up in America thinking like, oh, we're going to meet some guy and he's going to be amazing. He's going to be my prince charming. My life's going to be great. We're going to have this life together. And I think that the sex work industry for me is a crash course that you need to realize you better be your own fucking Prince Charming. You need to get your white suit on, jump on your white horse and yield out into the world and create your own fucking freedom and your own life. But that's also really liberating, um, not needing anybody like I we make really good money. We can make really good money. And it's really freeing to be like, I can do so much more than what most men can do. And I'm I'm not really having to do much. It's really mentally straining, if anything, but you're not really having to do too much. Um, and now that I shoot and encourage sex work with other women, um, for me, it's just like hanging out in the locker room in the strip clubs. You know what I mean? Like you're just back there bullshitting, girl talk, having fun, having laughs and finding ways how to milk more money out of these people. Like it's fun. It's great. Um, so I love it. That makes me feel like safe. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like. The thing about working in the strip clubs is like you meet so many cool, crazy, outgoing, outspoken women, and it really is empowering. Like the backroom locker room stuff is so much fun. Like you're getting ready, you're getting dressed. Like it's uh, it's like a huge sleepover, except we're drinking and making fun of men, and it's so much fun. It's like the best. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um you still, you know, support sex workers after you're, you've kind of like gotten out of the game and, and and even more professional sex worker at heart. I'm telling you right now, I'm just like one life decision from, you know, going back to second a day. Oh, for sure. Whenever (laughs) that's whenever, 
That, yeah, I, I mean, I like seriously, it. that's like the car that I, that's like when you get, have an old car, but you buy a new car, but you save the old car just in case. Yeah, like that's just my old ride in the fucking garage. I'm just I go out there, I start her up, and then you know I turn her off, and I, I'm just like I'll come back for you one day. I don't care. I I the funny thing is like we've all the strippers, we've all seen that stripper that's like 60, but like is fit like a 20 year old and is like kicking ass. I mean, she works that day to mid shift and she's gone. You know, she's got things to do in the evening. But yeah, I mean, women have so much power. That says a lot. Yeah. Men are very jealous. They can't do this. God, I know. Straight straight men are at least. Yeah. Um, No, but I like that you've switched over to a more creative brow and more professional but for sure dude I haven't danced in like two years and I think about going back sometimes and being like because I have tits now so I'm like okay this would be like a walk in the park if I go back but yeah it's always there for when we want to or whatever um um, how are you feeling right now with how things are changing? I'm not sure if California is safe or not, but yeah, Texas is like all up in the air with the whole abortion rights. I know that you're a woman of choice. So how are you feeling right now? Like, I feel like for me, I've been having a hard time eating at night. Um, I don't rest easy right now at all. Yeah. For sure. I wake up and my anxiety is super high because I'm like reading through new headlines and and studying new information and like dissecting new organizations. And it's like a lot to carry at the end of the day. And then I'm I feel like at the end of the day when I'm like putting down all this stuff, the guys that I see on Instagram don't care all day. And I'm like, wow, that must be so cool. Or like, yeah, they're very disconnected. They're checked out. Like me and my friend talked about it and they're completely checked out. And it's just crazy. It's crazy that, I mean, we're trying to tell them like, Hey, this is an economic problem. This is a race problem. This is like a, like a plan, like a bigger plan, like this is going to take all our rights away and like no one cares. And like at this point, I don't even know what to do. I'm kind of just like. It definitely, I mean, the one thing that we can do is for one, don't, do not stop talking about it. Yeah. Talk about it every moment that you can talk about it. I know it's really draining, but talk about it every moment that you can. And the next thing that we can do is get out and obviously, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but vote. Like, obviously, yeah. we need to get out there and start talking to the people that, you know, we have to cast these votes to. We have to cast these votes in. We have to make. No, for sure. Because- I, I hate the government. I absolutely yeah. hate it. I feel like I don't trust it at all. I do not trust it at all. Like, I just don't understand. It scares me. It scares me. It's very scary. Yeah, I've been actually been bullied a lot lately, just expressing my opinions. I saw that because I haven't really even, I feel like I'm staying away from Twitter for those reasons. I don't really get on Facebook. Like, I use Instagram to do, like, informative posts, but I do go off on my story, but I'm talking to no one. Um, But, yeah, I did see you kind of post that people were, like, telling you all this crazy stuff, which is, like, the other side not making sense, but... How, where was that or how what were what was yeah that was on my Facebook all I wrote was that I can't believe that men were making jokes at a time like this yeah. and then men proceeded to bomb my post making jokes about it reducing this whole abortion thing down to oh women are sluts and they need to own up for being sluts like why don't you just wrap it up why don't you just uh put a condom on it um sir whose penis is this yeah whose penis is this whose cum is this it's not my nut that gets me pregnant i can walk around the street all day long not pregnant and be fine but this minute the dick enters me I could come pregnant. You're the reason I'm getting pregnant. Why don't you fucking do something with yourself? You're the fucking problem. Like, I'm sorry, but I can walk all day down the street 
and be fine if there's women there. But the minute there's a man there, you have to roll the dice if it if it's a time where he could kidnap you, rape you, like and they really want to be like not all men. Okay, but enough men do it to a point in my lifespan where it hasn't been just one man. It's been enough men where I don't trust any men. Like, for example, today I'm at work. I'm cleaning Airbnbs. I'm in a tank top. I'm in some shorts. I'm carrying out loads of laundry and dirty linens, and I'm sweating, and there's a gentleman in a truck and he looks at me whatever i move on with my day he's standing in the truck just sitting there doing nothing and he continues to like scoot his truck behind my car to watch me unload all my shit and load my other shit and i finally just had enough and i was like dude you're looking at me way too much you need to stop and he was like oh i'm working um how are you working when you're sitting in a car looking at me am i your job did i pay you to come check me out do i need a fucking a fucking inspection done. I don't understand. So I finally scared him away to fuck off. But yeah, you know, I'm like, seriously, just this whole thing has me so fed up of men. Yeah, no, I'm, oh, I'm scared. It's, it's it's weird how we're not addressing that the mass shooters of every like hmm. shooting are men. It's exactly. weird that we're not addressing that the head leaders of like sex, sex trafficking are men. men? And like the leaders of kidnapping and raping are men. Men. And, like you have, you don't have to explain yourself why yeah. you're scared of men. Like it's crazy. Men. It's crazy. Like it's obvious. It is obvious. Men know that it's men too, and then they're gonna be like, they're gonna be silent about it because. Well, I don't understand why they're silent. Why? Because it's your friend, it's your dad, it's your brother. Why are you silent about it? Why don't you care how other people are treated? Like it, it creates this whole universe of abuse and silent abuse because men don't do anything about it. I have been a victim of rape where I've been a 15-year-old girl on Xanax at, in a home with a bunch of kids and adults and I was raped. I was raped and I was raped in front of like five other men and it, they did nothing. They all watched. And I got up the next morning as a 15 year old who's at the time living on the streets, living in this pretty much crack house. And I asked, I, I asked what happened. And a grown up man told me like a grown ass man, a 40 something year old man was like, Oh, they, they had a good time, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting there at the table, a 15 year old girl, and I have to walk out because the guy that I was dating at the time that did that to me walks out. So I follow him out and he's just has no words. He can't even explain himself. Like they they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't have any guilt or shame or remorse. Their idea of moving forward is never talking it about it again. But the people that have to deal with those things live with that for the rest of their life. Because who can walk around and not care? I don't understand that at all. Yeah, but, you know, men make the best decisions, you know. No, that's... They're the best providers and protectors ever. It's funny that men are providers and protectors because, like, pretty much 90% of all the men that I've met in my life, I'm the one that's usually providing more or yeah. doing more or protecting more or that's I don't so understand. That's so true. It's like a lie. It's like a scam. It's a scam. It is a scam. And if anything, I've had to protect myself from more men than they've had ever protected me from anything. It's a scam that we should be in these positions submissive to men. Like we are always the one doing way more. And especially nowadays where women have to make their own income and their own living um i'm not gonna sit here and bring like a child in if society says my husband can be out or my husband can do this or i'm supposed to be more emotional if you're lucky all. he's your husband yeah if, if you're I'm lucky, lucky he's your that he's my husband and that yeah. he even like loves me because the whole patriarchy is still going to live in his head besides the logic. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's window shopping. Um, the other thing is, is, like, I am a mom. You know, the the whole, like, argument men have right here where, like, men, are, women are just sluts and they need to own up. I did own up. Yeah. I did. I ha- I got I had I got pregnant the first time I had sex with Ariel's dad and I chose to keep it. I actually thought to myself, this is a sign from God that I need to have a baby. Yeah. So yeah. I did. I had that baby, which I love my baby. This isn't going to end with like, oh, I wish I had an abortion. It's not that. But you know what? I'm glad that I had the choice. 
of abortion then because I really could think about it if I wanted this or not. I had the opportunity to think. I had the privilege to think, do I want this or not? And I chose to want it, even though it was it was a pregnancy with a complete stranger. So um, it, I'm grateful for having that choice because I couldn't imagine if I didn't have the choice how I might have felt or thought my outcome might have been different. Um, so I gave it three years with Ariel's dad, and it turns out that he actually didn't have a home. He didn't have a job. He didn't even have teeth. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, he was a really, really big catfish and a hatfish. He didn't have hair either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was just a whole fish, y'all. The whole fish, the whole fish bowl. It was really fishy. Oh, no. But I thought, you know, it was God's way of saying, like, I need to have a kid. So I stuck it out for three years. And it just got to a point where I was I was checked out of the relationship. I was done. He didn't want to work. He didn't want to fucking clean. He didn't want to fucking shower. He did, He would fucking stay. He's just fucking I've literally heard this story from women before and it's scary it's so scary like I met this girl I won't I guess I won't say who but she's probably in her 40s here in LA and she's really cool I love her and um but yeah she told me a little bit about her past relationship and it just involved like her ex not having a job her having the job like he wasn't even turning her on because of that and he was like so lazy and like weird and gross and like and then he was like secretly talking to like guys and I was like oh wow it was just like weird for him to hide his sexuality behind a woman and use and abuse a woman like it's actually not that weird and not that uncommon it's not and that's like another story like they resent us but it's like dude I didn't I didn't say hey you're you know I know you're in the closet let's date and I will shield you and be your beard no dude you chose this shit you chose to make this lie you're choosing to waste my time and your time who's who should be mad at who you should go look in the mirror for once and be like damn maybe I should have just been true to myself I like cock me too me too dude (laughs) me too Me too, dude. So get out. Bye. Um, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I mean, I even told my mom, I was like, thank you for being so strong and bringing me into this world and like making that decision. Um, because even though she's religious, like if someone is religious and they're like, oh, I'm having my baby because I'm religious, like, okay, please do. Like, I am religious too. Like, you know, like, but it's still not going to change my like, I still want the option, like you said, because if I'm not even religious, (laughs) but I was like, I was like, oh, well, this is a sign from God. But I'll tell you what I also I'm going to tell you one other thing about that. When I was about to leave him, I found out I was pregnant again. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to go get a, a fucking abortion. So we went to go get the abortion. And when I go to check in for the abortion, I'm already bleeding. My body's already having a miscarriage. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God. This is a sign from God. I don't need to be with this person. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? We can all interpret a lot of things as signs from God. Oh, that's so true. Oh, my God. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. That's so sweet of you. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, It brings us together. Nothing like a good trauma bond. Nothing like a good (laughs) trauma bond and like a little therapy session. For real. No, I'm really healed from all of those things besides the fact that I just, my only thing that hasn't healed in my life is that I just don't have any trust for men. And it's really sad. But, I mean, I'm still having to deal with a lot and I trust them as much as they deserve and a lot of them don't deserve a lot so that's just how it is um speaking of men being crazy and abusive I know the reason you asked me to come here was to talk about Joe Francis which is the creator of Girls Gone Wild okay yes I I really wanted you to talk about it because I saw you arguing with them and then I was like how does she even know them but right now when you gave me your intro it kind of makes sense to me now but 
Yeah. I actually don't even know him at all. Um, I just started watching Rich and Shameless last night on HBO, which is a really cool show. It talks about like seven different characters that are rich and essentially shameless. And Joe Francis' story is that he created Girls Gone Wild. Um, he has a really sketchy background. I guess he was really abusive even as a child to his sister and his parents, and he had to go from home to home. Um, were like boarding home to boarding home. And there's some speculation that he was subjected to a lot of abuse in one of the boarding homes. Yeah. Um, so he's like grown up being pretty hateful to women just straight out the gate, even before the boarding homes. But after that, I feel like it really had a switch in his mind. Yeah. Um, I know he had some early sets, like early connections into television. Um, but then eventually he started doing Girls Gone Wild, which we all have seen, most of us have seen those infomercials, Twenty nine ninety nine. you get the DVD, it's girls showing their breast. I actually have never seen a Girls Gone Wild DVD. I've I never always, seen one either. I yeah. think it would be like in Miami, like during spring break or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're, they're shot everywhere. They're shot all over the world. Um, but yeah, so I never actually seen a Girls Gone Wild DVD. I will disclose that, but I did watch the documentary on Rich and Shameless, and apparently there's a lot more on the DVDs besides just titties. There's him getting other women to be sexual while they're just plain out blacked out drunk. Yeah. Half the time they can't even sign sign their their names on these damn releases. And yeah, that he's actually been doing it with minors and even raping women after the cameraman leaves like and the thing is is that he's pretty much evaded all of this stuff because he's been hiding in mexico this whole time he's like put girls on the cover of his dvds that had no idea they were being recorded signed no release um, so he's a really sneaky little cunt. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I was furious hearing all these things because, like, you just look at him. And I think that if you have a set of eyes, you have a conscious, you can just look at him and you can see there's something not right about him. There's something off about him. Um, this was, like, the era me. where, like, men could still act like complete oh, yes. jackasses absolutely and being a toxic man was super sexy super in super sexy no one cared we were He's all exposed to it yeah. as he was kids. the cool guy yeah we thought those guys were the cool guys but all of those guys were like mostly secretly closet gay i'm very 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 convinced of it it was also like that metro sex area where like men were starting to like pluck their eyebrows and like get clean and wax their bodies yeah. and be like boy band style. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that was an awakening for a lot of men, which great. I'm so sorry that America takes so long to open up gates for you. Sometimes you got to do it yourself. I mean, we've always had gays yeah. in our community. I mean, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Look at RuPaul. Like he's amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. But like, yeah, he's totally, Toxic, toxic, toxic. He has to be in the closet with how much he hates women. Yeah. There's no way that he likes women whatsoever. That's crazy that he's yeah. been able to like go and go yeah. about it. Yeah. And so now he, now he, so he like, you know, went through all these courts and stuff like that, court dates and stuff like that for all the abuse he's been doing and taking advantage of women. He fled to Mexico. He's in Mexico. He's got this beautiful property that that's what his bread and butter is. That's what he's using for money. And he's renting out this property to people like Halle Bieber and Kim Kardashian and Mario Lopez and all these people are rubbing elbows with him when he's clearly a pedophile and clearly an abuser. Mm -hmm. On that documentary, you will also hear a recording that he claims is fake of his wife, Abby, being strangled and her neck being stepped on by him. And it's just crazy. Yeah. And so she's actually, I guess, kidnapped the children and fled away and is like has obviously given this information to start this documentary on Rich and Shameless. Yeah. But yeah, she's gone. So now he's just in Mexico living it up, renting out his property, doing his best to not be a total fucking loser. Oh, no. I finished that documentary documentary and I was so upset that I sent him a message. I just said one sentence. I said, I hope you get mopped on the floor. And this man <laughs> lost his mind. He lost his mind. I didn't even expect him to really respond. Like, yeah. you know, we don't really expect 
celebrities to respond to us at times, but he sure did respond. Yeah. And it was very in character with what I was seeing on the documentary. And it's hard to believe that he could be anything other than what I was seeing in the documentary, but he claims not to be. Did you see the message that he sent me? Um, briefly, but honestly, I thought it was about what was, what was going on, but yeah. to hear that it's not, this is like a whole other scoop. So I don't even know. Yeah. How it no, works. no, no. This is totally not about what's going on in the world right now. This is yeah. just about, an, just another man taking advantage of another group of women that got away with it. I mean, it's not even funny. I can't, I don't even know it's, why I'm laughing. Well, it's because it happens so fucking much that what else can we do, but have a fucking chuckle. Like we're not surprised another man yeah. got away with abuse. It's insane. But these are the people you want us to have kids with. I'll actually read you the yeah. message. You want me to read you the message? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to do it now. Here's, here's my best impression of Joe Francis. Fuck you, you piece of shit. I'll fuck him up your fucking dirty ass on the floor, you fucking dirty, ugly whore. You deserve to be fucking bitch slapped. Don't you dare write. Now, I'm going to pause right now because he did not write right correctly. He wrote it R-I-G-H-T, as in you're going to turn right, <laughs> not write him a letter. Don't you dare write on my private Instagram, you fucking piece of shit whore. You don't know me, motherfucker. You are a fat, ugly piece of shit of trash. <laughs> don't you dare insult someone you don't know, you fucking tramp. He's living in 1982 because who the fuck says tramp? <laughs> also, did he even take the time to look at me? I don't even think there's a photo of me on my Instagram. It's like all these beautiful women. Yeah. <laughs> He's tripping. Yeah, there's no way that this man is straight. He, no, no. No, he sounds like he's on... I'm so sorry, but crystal math or something. Oh, my God. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, he was, like, in jail for, like, 70-plus days uh, in Mexico for strangling his wife, but that was the end of that. Oh, no. And in that time, I guess that's whenever she took the kids and fled. Well, perfect, perfect way to bring him back into the light of being such a toxic male. Yeah, like, no, I think it is. I think it is. I'm, I'm really, I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of chatter about him on TikTok. So I'm really, really hoping this brings a lot to light for him because I feel like people forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And these women, these once girls. And his wife deserve more justice than him getting to fucking have little vacation rental time with Kim Kardashian. Um, speaking of Kim Kardashian, he actually used to date Courtney Kardashian. I don't know if you've oh, seen the documentary, that what but those yeah. episodes are about when they're like Courtney's photos are gonna get released. And yes, then... yes, and and he's behind. Um, he's behind. Kim Kardashian, well, they suspect, it's not a proven fact, but they suspect because he was dating Courtney at the time that uh, Kim made that video with Ray J. Yeah. So they suspect that he helped design the website and sell the video. And I honestly think that's very truthful. I think that has some truth to it. The way that I the website was designed yeah, is like, Honestly, you can tell how yeah. fame-thirsty Kim was from oh, the absolutely. beginning. Like, she would look up, and, like, these are smart, strategic ways for success. They're smart. Like, no, no, no shame. Especially when you have the privilege of already having, like, a famous dad and being in the, like, in the spotlight of the media. Like, you're very well already integrated into these, like, into this tabloid culture. Yeah. So don't tell me to get up and fucking work when you've literally just been exposed your whole life and you don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, Kim, we're going to get up and work ourselves. We need somebody. We just, we're, we're doing it. It's called OnlyFans. We're selling <laughs> our videos too. Sorry, everyone's doing it now. And when you did it, you were like the first celebrity to really do that. I don't like, even, sorry. no, honestly, I don't even like how she doesn't own up to being a sex worker. Yet she's like wearing fucking pleasers at her photo shoots or like Marilyn Monroe's gown. Like, She's first, a fake. First of all, you were crying about the video, claimed you didn't put it out, which is which is fine at the time. I get it. But it would have been way cooler if like recently she came out and she's like, OK, like we planned this and I'm proud and gave like a more heroic, heroic, yeah. empowering no. message to other sex workers and women. No. 
But no, the fact that she just like lies to like cover things up and lies to cover, like mm-hmm. it's just not cute, especially when we see it, like we're aware of how she is personality wise and how she was really like, Ruthless. I want to get famous and like all about that. Like I wouldn't doubt that that's, that they're all. Yeah, no, it totally all. seemed like, it totally makes sense to me that he helped release that video and had influence on that. Um, he's just not a good guy. If, if, if I, the one thing that I could see in that situation, if I was Kim, I wouldn't brag about it if I knew that it was a bad situation after it was already done, like it was done. And then you're like, Oh fuck, this guy's mismanaging this and it's spun out of control. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's just another assumption, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird and it definitely makes sense that he helped release that video. So I don't think really Kim Kardashian gives a fuck that he takes advantage of women at all. I mean, really like her message to us is just to get up and work anyways. Like she actually has ever worked a day in her life. Well, yeah. And maybe she's, she doesn't care to even expose him for the sake of her not getting exposed that she wanted to be a sex worker. Like it's so easy to expose him and be like, and at the same time, I wanted to be a sex worker, but I got taken advantage of in this way. And I was like, held back from saying anything for a long time. Like, it would just be cooler of her to do this. But instead, she's just like hiding an abusive, toxic man. She uh, has a very good history of hiding them. I mean, look I at Kanye. Circles back to like the sketchy free photo shoots that we do with men and how we Absolutely. need to be careful and have more intention with the creativity behind it and like the collaboration aspect and the energy exchange. Um, because we, we might not be working with like safe men or safe photographers in general. Yeah. So that's like a good thing to kind of like end on and like <laughs> circle yeah. back to. You have to be careful. I mean, if you are going to be shooting with men, take a friend plan ahead of time. Don't do anything you're not comfortable doing. Be comfortable saying no. Like you don't, you don't need it. You don't need this. Yeah. Don't need it. You can do it another way. There are other people out there. Yeah, for sure. I, I do like, I, when I got sober and then I did a photo shoot, I was saying no a lot. And then they were like, are you okay? And I was like, sorry, I'm just like sober now. And I'm like trying to learn like what my boundaries are. And you know, like it was like a whole, it's a whole new world for me. It is a whole new world. It's a great, it feels good to have control. Yeah. Over more than one thing and you're doing it for you. And that's super empowering. And I'm so proud of you saying no and doing what, doing what's best for you. You're going to like propel so much further into a better version of you because of just saying the word no. Yeah. Like it's, it really just starts there, just being comfortable saying no. And I'm proud of you. That's so true. Well, thank you for coming on here and taking the yeah. time to speak with me. I appreciate you doing that for me. Sure. Um, and I loved listening to this whole story and how it, it kind of like circled back and this was a really productive like conversation I feel like. Yeah, I just really hope the women are listening. Just take a second to be aware and just protect yourself. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girl Friday. If you really liked what we talked about, feel free to check out some of my other videos with similar topics and other artists of other kind. If you or a friend would like to interview, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram.